0: On this episode of Rogue Creators, we're talking about...
1: Finding your podcast voice.
0: Absolutely. Let's get into it. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rogue Creators. My name is Brian Fitton. I'm here with my awesome co-host, Lauren Lewis. Hey. Hey. We are back in the studio and we're going to be talking about some podcasting topics, right? Yes. So as you guys have heard from us uh, in the past, we have pillars for our podcast, which is what we recommend for our clients as well. So that way you know exactly what we're going to be talking about on the show. And today we are going to be talking about how to find your...
1: Podcast voice.
0: There you go. Just set it up. Just yep. right there, Lauren. Thanks, <laughs> yep. Lauren. No Appreciate problem. that. So, but before we get into that topic, we like to start our episodes off with something fun. What is that, Lauren?
1: Each week, we like to start off our episodes with what are you obsessed with this week? So, Brian, tell us, what are you obsessed uh, with Here this we team?
0: go. Ted Lasso, season two. Oh,
1: that's yes. refreshing.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's refreshing. Here's the deal.
1: Nope. Ah, Just keep going with your okay. obsession.
0: So, <laughs> I love Ted Lasso, and I will say this, and I've said this before, I kind of wish it would have ended... Like, there's a part of me that's like, it was so perfect. It was the most perfect show I think I've ever seen in my entire life. They ended it perfectly. Everything was perfect about it. You just don't want people to be happy. Don't want people to be happy. That is my main job in life. (laughs) But season two, I've only seen episode one. It started off pretty well. The only thing uh, with spoilers ahead, I guess. No, don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. There are some (gasps) characters that I'm like, I don't necessarily like how they're taking them in a certain direction. Okay, that's fair. But overall, I'm still very happy with it. Good. So anyway, that's my obsession this week. (laughs) Go out there, watch Ted Lasso. Make sure you watch the full first season and then jump into the... Why would you not watch the first season? (laughs) No, I'm saying if you have, if you already seen it, rewatch oh. the first season and then jump into the episode. It was really weird though. It does, I, we're moving back to these like times of, you know, shows to where they only do it once a week. Yeah. And then we have to wait. Till, I mean, that feels like I'm back in the 90s again. I'm like, this is the worst. That's probably healthy because binge watch is not good either. So anyway, what's your obsession, Lauren?
1: All right. So th- this week I'm obsessed with actually introducing my oldest to Zelda. Um, and so they've put some of the older games onto the Switch and so he loves it's so sweet last night he asked he wanted to snuggle with me in blankets while I played Zelda so we can hold that you know whole console in your hand which is super cool so we were in all curled up in bed, and he watched me play Zelda, which was really sweet.
0: So sweet. He is a little bossy, nice.
1: um, but <laughs> <laughs> really wants. But he got so excited when we went to the like volcano area for Zelda. He got so excited. He loves volcanoes, so um, it's been really fun watching um, to kind of introduce like really cool stuff to him. Um, yeah. Nice. So, yeah. No, it's been really fun.
0: That's awesome. Okay. I did not play Zelda as a kid, which is really weird. I really wish I would have had that experience. You should
1: totally introduce Grady to it.
0: Uh, I should. You'd like it. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun. Anyway. All right. So, uh, make sure you guys tell us what you're obsessed with because we enjoy, I mean, I've found out new movies and TV shows and different things from, from our listeners out there. So, make sure that you are sending us what you're obsessed with. So And also, don't get on to me for my obsession. Also, people are like, Really? We're going to talk about music videos again. Yes, I'm obsessed with artists and music videos on YouTube, okay? No
1: one's going to be mad about Ted Lasso unless you were going to spoil it for them. <laughs> I
0: almost did. I'm so, I sorry. I'm so actually, sorry. I am sorry. I actually had to plug
1: her ears. She's like, no,
0: no, 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 no. All right. So, hey, now let's jump into what we're going to talk about today, which is how to find your podcast voice. What does that mean exactly?
1: So it's kind of, it's all inclusive of like your tone, your cadence, your flow, kind of the personality that's coming through because it's an audio only kind of, Platform or it can have the video aspect to it, like yeah, we like to yeah. introduce. But when you're listening to it, what are they going to really feel and listen to throughout your podcast episode?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, obviously, we've talked about it before, but our pillars, podcasting is one of those. And so, we do try to bring you some information about podcasting. And so, this was a big one because this is actually a little bit, we usually do kind of surface level on some mm-hmm. of our, especially podcasting, because you can go in the weeds pretty heavily. But this one's a good one to talk about, especially if you're a new podcaster. And jumping into how to actually, you know, find your voice in that. So let's dive into the first one, which is what, Lauren?
1: Doing your research. So it kind of sounds silly to think about like researching your own tone and voice and everything. But really understanding what industry standards kind of look like. Because a lot of people think that podcasting is very easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, until you push record for the first time and you're behind the mic, you realize it's a lot more challenging than you actually thought, as well as do you want to be something that someone actually wants to listen to. And there's things that people do in their natural cadence of their voice that can actually be very off-putting for a lot of people. And so it's learning to identify those things and also make sure that you are going to really have your brand coming through the microphone.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Absolutely. Yeah. And I think even with you talk about when we talk about video and we are a big proponent of doing a video podcast and so mannerisms as well, like a lot of movements. I talk a lot with my hands. They're right here today. Okay. (laughs) But it is kind of one of those things of like finding your voice in general of being able to actually have this, uh, you know, have what, what you want to be portrayed as. As well as not being distracting, right? Or saying ums and a lot of those things too. Of course, but do your research to find out if there is somebody that you admire or look up to. It's like, hey, I want to, I want to come across as them. Like I feel a strong connection with them, and I know my audience would also find a strong connection with them, I think is is ideal. Uh, because again, it's not just about you, it's about your audience. So how can you get your message communicated clearly to your audience? Uh, do research to figure that out.
1: For sure. And I think just thinking through the kind of the personality of your show, we talk a lot about wanting to be human and authentic, and that word can be really overused. But I mean, if you edit out every stumble, you edit out everything and laugh or you know, when you mess up or something like that, there are things obviously that you should edit out and we've definitely edit out quite a bit on our podcast. <laughs> what? But there's certain things that we leave in because we want you to see us as human people that make mistakes. We stumble over our words sometimes, but you know we're wanting to be authentic in that space and that can be part of your show. And it just depends. But what you don't want to come across is robotic and so formal that there's no connection that your audience can actually make with you.
0: Thoughts for your thoughts. Today's topic we're going to be talking about. If you're a Parks and Rec fan, that's one of my (laughs) favorites. Radio voice guy when they go in the studio. I'm filling in today for... It's so good. And I wish I could do the... uh, Oh, so good. Uh, It was a really great impression. (laughs) Thank you, Jacob.
1: (laughs) So one of the things that you can do to improve your voice is to listen to a lot of different podcasts. Decide on the flow and the cadence of your voice. But also... It's to take care of yourself as well. And there's just some small tips that you can learn of just how to take care of your vocal cords and just being able to be, what is that?
0: Well, no, I'm agreeing. <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: That way you're not having to clear your throat constantly and um, your voice can be kind of even keel the whole time.
0: Yeah. So uh, it's not good to drink coffee a lot during your podcast recording. I drink a lot of coffee. So also knowing, you know what, sometimes it's okay. But if you want the best, hot lemon water. There you go. Warm that will help you obviously with your vocal cords. So, but in general, I mean, I think you talked about like the health of it as well, Mm -hmm. like getting enough sleep before you get into your podcast recording. Unlike tonight, this is just a bad. I'm just here's the example of what not to drink: drinking coffee, not getting enough sleep. You're such a bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) We are not editing that out. That stays. That stays. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So there, there really are a lot of a lot of things that you do not do, but. Yeah, a lot of those I mean as dumb as it is but I don't I don't personally think about health either. I don't think about the health of right. my voice and none of that stuff and that's that's very important when it comes to again finding your voice in this obviously there's there's a lot of things with that but the physical side of that of maintaining good health too.
1: Sure. It just keeps that consistency so that your audience, every time they listen to your podcast, they're getting the kind of the same quality every time. Mm -hmm. And so thinking about those things, some people are just naturally gifted. They have kind of that radio voice and they're just a little bit more natural behind the mic. And then there are other people that have to work at it a little bit more. And there's no shame in having to practice your voice and to really research that at all. You're just trying to do what's best for your audience.
0: Yeah, but don't change. If you hear yourself back, don't change yourself enough. You're like, I don't want to sound like that. I want to sound like somebody completely mm-hmm. different. That's not good either because the, there's no way to maintain that long term. And so, but we do have a special guest today. One of the hosts of the Grab Life by the Slice podcast. Oh my gosh. Jacob, do your radio voice. Come on in. I don't have a radio voice. Oh! <laughs> I don't have a radio voice, but I do have a face for radio. Oh, so, there it is. Yes, yeah, Self-burn. <laughs> Here's the deal. We have we have some fun and we record other stupid podcasts. And one of those is the pizza podcast. And Jacob has the best radio DJ voice coming in hot. And so make sure that you guys look out for that. That's coming to a podcast player near you. All right. Moving on. Yes, please.
1: So the second point, my first one is to kind of research what is industry standards and the best way that you can utilize your voice. The second one would be knowing your own podcast. And I think To me, this one is the most important is understanding that you have a particular brand you're trying to portray and you're going to stay true to that. Just like kind of how you ended the last point was saying that you don't want to be something that you're not. And so really understanding if your brand is super buttoned up and super formal, you're not going to be cracking jokes. You're not going to be doing weird voices. That's clearly not this podcast. Um, (laughs) It's true. But really deciding what it is your brand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've, we really have put a lot of thought and effort into into crafting this podcast as well. Over 100 episodes now. It is one of those things. That it has taken us a little while to find our voice. But we also we want to be able to enjoy this. I mean, I've done a lot of... I would, did I did a corporate podcast back in the day, and it was very buttoned up. There were a few little kind of jokey times, but it was very much like stay on topic, stay on point, which for the audience made sense. Like That was what they wanted. And so having the freedom to be able to really choose for your podcast making sure it fits your brand because like you said, I don't want to go, you know, listen to a Nike podcast and it's all corporate and they don't talk about any of the fun things when it comes to shoes or whatever else. And it's like, no, have something that matches your brand. And so make sure that your company, that you're you're highlighting all the great things about your culture so that way people can get to know you through audio format or video format.
1: Sure. I think one thing to highlight for us that we wanted to really chat with is there's a difference, especially with if you are a solo show, there's going to be a lot of focus on you and just what the way that you're presenting all that information. And being a solo artist as a podcaster is hard. Yeah. And so there's a lot of prep that has to go into that. And we've, we've met a lot of podcasters that are just naturally gifted at that. And that's just an amazing skill. Obviously on our podcast, there are two of us and learning that flow. It's taken us some time to, <laughs> to figure out that natural, who's leading the conversation, who gets us back on track, how to do prep, all the things that we do. It took us a long time to figure that out and we don't do it perfectly for sure. But if you have a co-host, it's figuring out that balance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, long-time listeners, you guys have you guys have suffered through a lot and I'm I'm so grateful for you. But I will agree with that. I mean, that is one of those things. I think we found our balance in the sense of like, Lauren, a lot of times will tee up questions if it's a topic that I have a lot of opinions about, but also vice versa, where I will lead into it and say, hey, what's your opinion of this? So Lauren, you have a lot of great information in this episode today. Thank you. So you're keeping it. us on track. There's a great example of that. There Absolutely.
1: You go. So another thing that I've also brought to our podcast. For our brand is really bringing, uh, I started doing a lot of our prep and mm-hmm. having a little bit more of an outline and a skeleton. So that's kind of what I kind of bring to the podcast and then also bringing in like quotes and things for us to to read and everything. That was something different that you and I have talked about. And of course, yeah. now we have an even bigger team and we have more people on our prep, and which is awesome. But yeah, that kind of helps that that's kind of part of my job is to read quotes and bring yeah. kind of more color commentary to some of our main topics.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Topics.
1: So it's kind of figuring out exactly if you have a co-host, it's kind of figuring out that balance. And a lot of that's going to come through practice. That's not going to be some formal meeting that you have and you sit down. A lot of times it's just not going to work that
0: way. No, no. But again, finding that voice in your own podcast, if it is very buttoned up and you want to stay on a script, that is ideal to make mm-hmm. sure everybody's on the same page and if it's less conversational. So
1: absolutely. Yeah. And I have a really cool quote. <gasps> Here we go. From NPR.
0: Oh, whats I just kind of made fun of them. Sorry, MVR. We love you.
1: The very best podcast hosts sound like actual humans, not robots or newscasters or someone reading aloud from a biology textbook. They sound like they could be a friend having a one-on-one conversation with, on, with you.
0: Oh, absolutely. So yeah, We
1: sound like friends having a one-on-one conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we sound like friends at all anytime. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just teasing. I will say this though that I Ira Glass he is by far one of my favorite podcasters mm-hmm. um, and he is he teaches obviously storytelling and communication and has just been in the radio business for a really long time and I I agree with you I feel like I can sit down and I am having a conversation with a friend whenever I listen to him mm-hmm. um, and I I don't think that he necessarily has like the like physical like great podcasting voice or radio voice and so I don't think that should ever deter you from starting a podcast if you don't like we talked about it before have, liking your voice mm-hmm. but Ira has made it very apparent that people love him because he is somebody you know we're just grabbing coffee and hanging out and right. and he's telling a great story and I'm kind of just you know go along for the journey with him and I think I think you need to think about that whenever you are behind the microphone
1: yeah absolutely so our kind of last point for this episode is that you just have to go for it We don't want anyone to be held back based on the fact of, a lot of people say, I don't like listening to the sound of my own voice. Well, here's a tip for you. You can record and you don't have to, you can have somebody else edit it and you can put it out in the world and you don't have to actually really listen to it.
0: (laughs) That is very true.
1: But people really want to hear from you and I think something that I would always want to portray to people is that you have a story, you have information that the there's a an audience out there that's for you that wants that. And you're really depraving them of that if you're just because you think your voice doesn't sound good.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. very
1: rare. There are individuals I'm like, man, you do have a very high-pitched voice. And that could be a little bit harder to overcome. But for the average person, mm-hmm. it's just getting over that insecurity. And yep. you really should um, because you have a lot of valuable information <clears throat>
0: to, <laughs> to say. <laughs> Being real here today. Yes. No, I, I yeah, it, it is one of those things too of, of the insecurity I think you hit on it is we don't, I mean, anytime you see a picture of yourself or hear yourself speak or you're on, on video, you, your mental image of yourself is not what a lot of times what you see. Mm-hmm. And so that can get people hung up so many times, especially people excited about going into podcasting and then all of a sudden they hear themselves for the first time. Yeah, it's, it, it can be hard. It really can be. But I think you you brought it home with the, the passion and the impact that you want to have on the world. Make sure that that your own insecurities don't get in the way of people receiving that information or help that you can give them. Only you can, right? We talk about how saturated the market is and stuff like that. And we've actually had people like, well, we just, you know, there's so many people out there that already have a podcast. It's like, yeah, but it's not you. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many different podcasts that I love that are in the same genre, but I listen to it for the exact, for the host, right? Absolutely. They, I feel like I have a connection with them specifically, not necessarily just the content. And so really think about that. If you're if you're like, how oh, should we do it or should we not? I think you absolutely should. These points are, are definitely in line with trying to help you get there and, uh, you know, go full send. You know what I'm saying?
1: You're super exactly. cool, Brian. Thank you. So I think for me, for finding your podcast voice, you have to go for it and you have to overcome some of those insecurities but as you kind of go forward with your podcast, after you have a good amount of episodes in the bank, it is good to reflect upon your show, the flow of it. Is it good? Is it helpful? And then to ask your audience members, what do they really want? Yeah. And we've tried some interesting things. We've experimented different things. <laughs> and some of our audience members have been truthful. At like, hey, I wish you would just cut this out. Mm-hmm. Um, I really just want to get to the information. And so um, we try to be shorter on our obsessions. Sometimes that doesn't work um, at all. But we try to provide really detailed show notes so that you can skip to the parts if you don't want to listen into that. But we do try to be true to ourselves as well, that that is just a part of our show. And that helps us overcome just kind of sometimes... We are running a full business and we're stopping what we're doing to record an episode. And so sometimes those sessions help us get into the mood to actually record the episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've asked people, we're like, do we want to... That was the first thing that was on the chopping block. I'm like, let's get rid of the obsessions. Like, it's fun for us, but is it connecting at all? Right. And we've had several people that were like, no, 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 leave that in. Like, that's fun to hear. It's, you know, obviously some new information and gets to know us. And so we're like, oh, okay. But... We could shorten it up, could yep. get into the content a little bit quicker. Right. So there, there is good. And so once you get going, ask your audience that because, you know, don't take one person's opinion, especially if it's something you enjoy and it makes you want to produce more episodes. Right. And they're like, ah, I didn't really like that. And you cut it out and all of a sudden you hate doing a podcast. Yes. Like That's not healthy. But obviously, you know, survey your audience and see what they have to say because they're the ones you're doing it for.
1: You definitely want
0: to avoid pod fade. Pod fade, man. I'm telling you something. It's a real thing.
1: <laughs> we have a whole episode we coming do. out about it. We it I'm out?
0: So excited. It's definitely out. It's, it's already out. <laughs> definitely out. <laughs> My bad, guys. So, <laughs> <In a month. laughs> so good. <laughs> We've talked about batch recording. That is a real thing, too. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, would, I mean, again, just be like Nike. Just do it, you know? Go full send. Just make sure that you guys are putting it out there. If you have an idea, try it out. There's so nothing wrong with that. You can literally do nothing wrong in, the, in this space um, by trying to help people and make an impact in the world. Whoa. Boom. Put that on a crock of dude. No. <laughs> it's the previous obsession. Man. I hope somebody out there, if you're out there, you get that. Anyway, we need to wrap this thing up. So sorry for uh, taking the time out to uh, talk into our obsession, but we hope that this episode was valuable to you. Mm-hmm and let us know. I mean, we've done surveys in our row Creators Facebook group about things that we need to talk about. And so, uh, yeah. So let us know if there's if this stuff, this type of information is useful to you, especially if you're looking at getting into the podcasting world. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. Until next time, make sure you guys uh, subscribe. We're on all the podcast players as well as our YouTube channel. And then I mentioned it before, but jump into our Facebook group. We'd love to connect with you over there. And uh, until next week, see you then. Thanks.
1: Brian, are you ready for some rapid fire?
0: Go, 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 go with the rapid fire.
1: Lauren? I'm good. Yep. <laughs> All right. Question number one.
0: What would be the title of your autobiography? Mm, oh. Hmm. <laughs> what was the last text message thread? I'm going to put it on social media, but it was like, cut here because Brian said something inappropriate. Cut here because Brian said something stupid cut here because it's like brian Fitton cuts in real life or something like that. that's not gonna be a good title for your autobiography that means something very different Go, oh, yeah Ooh. i feel like it's that it's like the edit it's the man edited or something like that. the edited man all right all right lauren
1: I don't know. No, I these questions I do not like. Uh,
0: so deep, so deep. It'd
1: be like Lauren. She really tried. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> she really. We're so depressing. These are the worst. It's like I'm an accomplished person, though. No, she really tried. I, I yeah,
1: that's the best I
0: got. <laughs> this is so, so bad our answers the questions aren't bad our answers are bad alright oh, next yeah. rapid fire let's do this alright this one's gonna be even easier question number two what smells remind you of home <laughs> oh my mom had a lot of apple things oh my gosh so probably a lot of apples grandma's, grandma's orchard maybe <laughs> that scentsy scent mm, so good <laughs> so good <laughs>
1: Oh uh, oh goodness, I would say Jasmine and Honeysuckle Okay,
0: okay Always makes me think of home Interesting Why?
1: <laughs> okay um.
0: <laughs> Tell us why Is there a moment, here's a good podcasting question Is there a moment that really reminds you of home? Like you walk in the door, you smell that Jasmine, Honeysuckle
1: it's not walking in the door. I grew up with Jasmine and Honeysuckle being all around me. And so it reminds me of home, but it doesn't really remind me of my childhood home. It just makes me feel home.
0: My parents made donuts. Like, that was a thing. And so the smell of donuts reminds me of home. Church <laughs> is really nice, too, Lauren. Uh, yeah. I, just, I love that sweet, sweet fried sugar. <laughs> all so. right. We've got to get out. We're done.
1: (laughs) Swift and tranquility base here. The eagle has landed.